Welcome to Fitchix Chat. Today's episode is brought to you by Keto Breathalyzer. We spend so much time guessing what to eat for best results, when to eat, and are overwhelmed by reading and hearing so much conflicting information, it's exhausting. Here's the thing though, not everybody's the same. So while eating at certain times might prove to be effective for your BFF, those times might not work for you and vice versa. If you're ready to finally take the guesswork out of it and have your body actually tell you when you're in a state of ketosis, then listen up. Today's episode is sponsored by Keto, the most scientifically proven and designed tool to help you discover when you're in a state of ketosis. This tool is amazing if you follow the keto diet as it will help you understand your own body so much more clearly. Not on the keto train yet? Remember, keto is not just for weight loss. It also helps with inflammation, preventing long-term diseases, and so much more. Please visit www.getketo.com forward slash fitchix, www.getketo.com forward slash fitchix, and use promo code fitchix to save 20% off your very own keto breathalyzer kit today. Listen, being better is hard. In fact, being better is a pain in the butt, but better is always worth it. Our friends at Zone Perfect make purposeful nutrition for people who are always looking for that next level up. Whether you're on keto, follow a low-carb lifestyle, or want to increase protein, Zone Perfect has you covered with tasty bars and shakes. With no artificial flavors, colors, or sweeteners, and no added sugar, these bars are sweetened with organic stevia, so make sure that you shop today. You can find Zone Perfect products on Amazon and at zoneperfect.com. Welcome to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast, where we talk all things fitness, nutrition, and wellness for women to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out. And now, your hosts, Laura Jackson and Amanda Quinn. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Fit Chicks Chat. My name is Amanda Quinn, and on today's podcast, uh, Laura Jackson is not joining me because instead I have an extra special guest joining me, and it's Erin Blackwell. Hi, Erin. Hi. How are you today? I am so good. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to have you. Um, when I met Erin, I met you at um, in Connecticut at our mastermind, and I remember when I met you, I was like, oh my gosh, like you are this amazing photographer. I saw the work that you do. It's freaking beautiful. And I was like, I need help because I don't know how to pose to save my life. <laughs> and That's like, totally normal. <laughs> oh my gosh. No. And I was so excited to talk to you about this stuff because I think that so many people struggle with this, whether it's for personal or professional, where they're like, oh my gosh, I have to take 107 photos to get one that I'm like semi-okay with, right? Or maybe it's just me, but that's like totally my life. It's like picture after picture, <laughs> shot after shot. We hire photographers, we do all these photo shoots and I'm like, out of 100 pictures, I'm like, you can keep one. And like, it's so bad. And so we really need help. And I think chatting about this is really cool. So Erin, welcome. Thank you. <laughs> um, so guys, we're going to be talking, in case you didn't know, all about photography today and specifically about like some posing and things like that. So Erin's going to give us some really cool tips because as I said, I saw your work. It is stunning. Like it's so good. And you Thank know how you to direct so people much. so well to like bring out their best. And so I'm really excited. So my first question for you that I really wanted to get into is like, as a photographer, what are the top faux pas that you see happening all the time when people are taking photos, whether it's like other professionals or whether it's just people trying to take selfies? Like what are some of like the big things that they're doing wrong that they could correct really easily? 
Yeah, there are so many. And like you just said, <laughs> so easy to fix. But if you don't know, you don't know. I think that's the issue. And most people don't know. Most people yeah. don't pose or take a good picture. So, um, and, and like you said, even a lot of photographers don't know how to pose. And so I, I really stress the posing because I think it really makes or breaks the photo. Oh my um, gosh, yeah. Yeah, the best tip I give and I give to everybody, and this is a tip you can use in a selfie and your sister's wedding pictures, whatever you're doing. <laughs> Um, it's chin out and down. And so you guys can't see me, but it feels weird and you almost feel like a turtle and some people call it the turtle, but you yeah. stick your chin out and you I'm drop doing it. it right now as we're talking, yeah. <laughs> but, but when you, the trick is when you drop the chin down, don't bring it back in because that yeah. brings double chin. So you're going to feel like almost like hunched over. Um, and so make sure you relax the shoulders, but that is like the number one trick that's going to get rid of the double chins and just make you look slimmer. It makes your eyes look larger. It's all around a great tip. Um, <laughs> and another great tip is, and this is something everybody does, but when you're standing in a photo, put your weight on the back foot, step back and put all oh. the um, it's going to slim you. It's going to, you know, kind of turn angle your body away from the camera a little bit. The camera really can add 10 pounds. I mean, that's a saying that we've all heard, but it's actually, mm -hmm. um, and so if you're standing that that way, it's going to help a lot. <laughs> really? That's so interesting. I've never heard that tip before. I mean, I've always heard like the whole thing of like angling your body to mm -hmm. a certain way. And I think that I like over angle and then I'm like, I'm like completely sideways and then I'm like turning <laughs> my head weird. Like, and it's just like, it's all sorts of awkward. So, <laughs> yes. That yeah, was kind of like, like, yeah, like what, that was actually my next question, like about angles. Like what is like that best angle for everybody? Yeah. Like, is there like a specific angle that like, you know, everybody can nail and like, no matter who you are, you just, it just like, it works for photography. Pretty much it. It's almost like a three quarter turn. So if you, if you're facing the camera, like straight on, that's just going to make yeah. you look absolute whiteness. So if you take a step back, it almost like pushes that shoulder back with it. And so you've got mm -hmm. like a three quarter turn. Um, and then angles are always good. Like triangles are always good in photography. So if you put a, a hand on the hip, you'll get that triangle in your arm. Yeah. Um, it's always flattering as well. And if you just like add that chin out and down, it's, you're going to look light years better than if you're just standing straight. Yeah. <laughs> so you got to practice though. I, I think people feel weird practicing, but it really does help because if you're in front of the mirror and you see the difference, once you're in front of the camera, you're going to say like, yeah, this, I, I practice this. This is the right way. I know it looks good and it's going to come more naturally to you. Yeah. Now, what about like, I always find when I do like the hand on the hip thing, like um, that I just feel like I'm like too like... I don't know. Usually maybe because I put both hands and then that's super weird, but I, maybe it's cause it's like, I just feel like it's like so contrived almost. Do you know what I mean? Like how do you do it? So it looks more natural. I think if uh, one thing you can do is tip the shoulder a little. So you're not like, so uh, like <laughs> you're not <laughs> belly girl looking. So tip the shoulder of the arm that's bent towards the camera a little and then roll into it. I think that's another thing. People hold tension big time in their shoulders and their hands. Yeah. So if you relax into it with your shoulders and make sure your hands relax. That's going to make a big difference too. It's going to look more natural. You don't have to put an arm up. That's not necessary. Just like stepping back will help, but it is more slimming to put the arm up. Um, and another tip is don't tilt your head. That's, I think that's a big one. When people put their arm up, they tilt their head towards it. Don't do that. Straighten your head. <laughs> oh, interesting. Why is that? Does it make it? Cause it's just it like just looks, I too much. It just, it, yeah, it's like, like that, one way. It, it makes me think of like a valley girl, like, hey guys, you know, like a cheerleader. <laughs> um, so just straighten, straighten your head, dip the shoulder, chin out and down. 
you'll feel better. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're going for the Valley Girl look and then, right, which, then it is you know, go for it. together. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> now, what about like environment? Because I know this was a big thing. So like we have this guy that does our photography for like a lot of our photo shoots and stuff here in Toronto, Canada. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we'd be using you if we were out in Boise. <laughs> but <laughs> but in, uh, in Canada, like we use this guy and he's amazing. But he has, his big thing is always about like, background like he's like don't have just like a flat like black like white wall or something because he's like you have to have dimension and stuff like that and so he does a lot of he doesn't necessarily do like people photography as much anymore he does a lot for food and drink magazine and stuff so Mm. he's used to like that kind of like designing plates and like making sure that the dishes look really nice on a table that kind of stuff but what do you think about that side from like because I know even for me for filming I always have to make sure I've got stuff in the background because or else it's just like it feels like it's just like my head I don't know. It's just uh-huh. weird. So what do you think about dimensions and how do people do that effectively, especially if they're thinking about it from like a business standpoint to make the pictures stand out a bit more and not be so flat? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I, I feel like I'm a little bit different than him. I do keep it simple with the backdrops. They're either white or black usually for me, but cool. if you want to add dimension in um, furniture is a big one. So I just came to mind. I have this yellow chair in my studio and everybody goes ballistic for it. It just, it just, <laughs> good on camera and it adds that pop and that dimension Um, and you can even add dimension with your clothing and and accessories I mean the reason I like to keep it simple with the backdrop in the digital marketing world is you can use a white backdrop or a black backdrop you can add wording you know it's not too yeah Um, so it depends on what you're using it for but I would say um, you know like a bright pop of color in your outfit or your you know like maybe a big bright necklace or even a bright lip. I mean, all of that stuff can add dimension. You want to add something that pops and that people are going to stop in their scroll and go, Whoa, look at that picture. Right. So then you are, you're kind of like the opposite than, than a lot of rules that we've been taught. Like I know for us, like, you know, we had like a publicist that worked with us. We had like, um, someone that helped us with like all of our PR, like setting us up for success or whatever, like PR training and stuff. And I remember Mm -hmm. they were like, only wear like, you know, flat colors, like, you know, your shirt should be just like white or black or whatever. Like it shouldn't have like design or pattern on it and things like that. And so you think of it opposite, which is cool. Like, I think that's really cool. I wonder if it's just like a different, if it's like a newer approach or is that just sort of like your personal approach? I think it's the traditional headshots of the past. That's kind of what it was. It was like wear a flat color and be on a, a funky backdrop. Um, now with, with branding being so popular and with everyone being an entrepreneur nowadays, it's like you have to set yourself apart. You can't just have a headshot, quote unquote headshot, where shoulders up and you on some cheesy backdrop. It's like, you've got to bring your personality into it. You've got to bring your branding colors into it. All of that together is going to create such a cohesive brand that people are going to know when they see it. Like, yes, I, I know what she's about and what her brand is about. Yeah. No, for sure. And then what do you think about like accessories? Sorry, I'm asking you all the details because I want to no, know because I want to like nail my next headshot. <laughs> all, I actually have a headshot. The only headshot that I actually really like, to be honest, is this one where I was actually talking, Laura and I were talking and I was laughing like hysterically about something and they, <laughs> and they just took a picture of it. And that's actually what I use as my headshot. It's not even a proper headshot. It was literally just a candid shot of me and Laura laughing. I love like, that though. I cut her out. <laughs> like, she's like out, like you're done. You're out of this photo. It's just just me and it's my headshot. <laughs> well, I love that. Laughing shots are my favorite. I love taking laughing shots. Um, my head, my current headshot is one of me laughing. So I totally feel you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think accessories are, 
you can have fun accessories, but I think my main goal when I'm, when I'm going to shoot somebody is I always tell them you want it to be kind of timeless. You want to like this photo in a year, two years, five years. Good point. So if you want to get your headshots done every year, more power to you. And I recommend it, but some people can't do that. It's just not feasible. So you want to make sure this is something you can use. Um, and so keep it classic with jewelry. I say like studs, hoops, for earrings. Uh, I, you can work a statement piece in though. And I think that's really fun. You just have to be careful. Like obviously if it's like bright pink feathers, you're not going to like that next year. So <laughs> <laughs> you just have to be careful. Um, and just make sure it really portrays your style. Cool. I like that. Yeah. Now in terms of like equipment, cause obviously like what you have is going to be very different than something that I would have, um, in right. order to like, in, in terms of gear or essentials, but is there anything that you say, like, you know, for me, for example, for like video and things like that, like I have like one of those ring lights and I have like, um, you know, like I have a special camera adapter and I now just bought this new thing called like, I think it's called like Pivo or something like that. It's like this cool thing that like sits on my desk and it like tracks you and stuff and takes different shots and things. I don't know. Cool. Yeah. It's got like an app to connect to my phone. I haven't even opened the box yet. I got it like (laughs) six months ago. That is my MO. In case anyone listens to my podcast on the regular, you know that I still have an Instapot from last Black Friday, like in 2018. Um, It's still in my house. Like I'm just... It's, it's like, I don't know, technology overwhelms me. But anyways, <laughs> those are kind of the things that I have to be able to kind of like be more successful with my shots. Is there anything that you would recommend for anyone listening who's like, either A, just wants to do this because they're like interested in photography or B, they're like, I need to like be able to take more, like better photos for my business. Mm-hmm. Because I do think from a brand perspective, if you are taking photos on your own, you're not hiring someone, you do need to like have better quality you have to at least be able to take better quality shots because if they're yes. just, if they're not like high def shots and things like that, and you try to put them into an ad or something, they're going to look really grainy and bad. Yes. Yeah. So, so is there anything that you recommend for people besides hiring someone, if that's not kind of like in their budget? Most cameras and even most cell phones today take such high quality photos. Just, um, I will say, make sure your phone is set to take better photos. There are actual settings. So go in to make sure you've got it on the high def setting. Yeah. Uh, because they really can take, I mean, and especially iPhones, you know, with the portrait mode, they're really beautiful photos. So if you are taking them yourself, I mean, just make sure you've got the high def setting going on. The number one thing that I can tell you about most people when they take a selfie or take photos, have a friend take photos is the lighting. The lighting is so important. You've got to make sure you're facing the light. I typically shoot with natural light. Um, and so that's really easy. Just go stand in front of a window. Don't put your <laughs> to the window. Most people put their back to the window and they take a picture. Guilty. Yeah. <laughs> cell phones, cell phones can, and most cameras on auto, they can't adjust to expose your face. So you're going to look all dark. Um, right. so just make sure you're facing the light. You can even go into like your front doorway and face outside. That's great lighting, especially if you've got something covering in front, cause that's nice, you know, even lighting. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the big one. So just play around, go stand in different places while you're holding your phone or take a couple of shots with the camera and just see what looks best. Natural light is the most flattering light. Um, it just erases all sins. So <laughs> <laughs> I recommend you find it. And if you're just like doing these from home, find a good spot and just always go to that spot. Um, and then as far as b- what's behind you, just make sure you clear the clutter. I can't tell you how many selfies I've seen with like a bunch of clutter in the background. Um, you know, a plain wall is good. Plain white walls always look good in, in a picture. It's going to look like a white backdrop. 
Right. No, that's so true though about the clutter stuff. Like how many photos have you seen? <laughs> like they have like those photo fails on like social yeah. media and stuff where it's like people thinking a picture with like the bathroom behind them or something. Yes. It's like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be aware of your surroundings. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and then finally, like what about action shots? Cause I know a lot of people like to do action shots or like jumping shots and things like that, but then they end up being like either a, the jumping shots I find end up being timed really poorly because then you're like <laughs> one foot still on the ground and one's like awkwardly in the air. Or if you're doing yes. it with someone, one person's this happened actually at my friend's wedding she wanted to do an action shot of everybody jumping on the beach. And I'm not exaggerating. Everybody had like two to three feet of air, like super high, like <laughs> knees up. And I was still standing on the ground because I wasn't listening. <laughs> so that's her photo. And I'm like, you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> so like that happens though on the regular. So with action shots though, how do you do it so that like they're not blurry or that, or do you have any other interesting ideas besides just jumping shots? Because they're I find they're so overdone, right? And it's so like, yeah, they're not they're not as exciting as they used to be in the beginning. So is there no, they're not. They're not. Action shots are <laughs> action shots are really hard unless you have the proper gear, and that's why you'll see like photographers on the sidelines of like a football game with like the hugest lens you've ever seen. Like yeah. yeah the proper gear. But if you're, if you're trying to take them yourselves, usually cameras have an action mode and it's usually, it looks like a guy running. Um, so put your camera on that. That's going to be your best chance if you're doing it yourself. Um, but I would almost fake the action shots if you really want a good action shot. Cause it is so difficult to get one that's not blurry. If you're doing right. shots, I mean, you're just going to have to take a bunch, I think to get them to look, get, <laughs> you know, even when I do jumping shots in the studio, people request them. Um, I have to do, you have to take a lot to get like the perfect one. And sometimes I even have to Photoshop a couple pictures together to get the body perfect with the head perfect with the facial expression perfect. So if you're failing at action shots, like don't feel bad. It's really, it's really <laughs> to get good action shots. Now with Photoshop, is that like all you normally use to do your editing or is there any kind of other like editing, like software or anything that you recommend that people check out if they are someone or even, um, filters that you recommend that people use? I, I only use Photoshop. Um, and when, when I first started out, I I'm self-taught and I didn't know how to use it. So I purchased something called Photoshop elements. I don't even know if they make that anymore. It was like a, dumb, <laughs> like Photoshop for dummies. Right. <laughs> um, but, you know, you can teach yourself really easily now because there's so many things on the internet on, you know, how to use things. And I just taught myself to use what I needed to know. Like there are things that Photoshop does that I have no idea. I'm sure mm -hmm. like ends up things. I know what I need to know. Um, so don't feel overwhelmed. But yeah, you can Google like, how do I do this? And that's how I learned. I would just Google specific things rather than trying to learn the program as a whole. Um, there are other, definitely other editing things you can use. And there's one on... Um, on my phone, I use called Facetune, which is like a mini version of Photoshop. You can do, you know, like skin softening, slimming. I mean, please use that stuff sparingly. Everyone, <laughs> everyone can tell you're using it, everybody. <laughs> uh, but it does help. You know, there are certain times you want to like edit something out or just fix one little thing. Those things definitely help. Why is it though that editing software, like, I mean, cause it's evolved so much in, in the sense of like what it can do, but then there's still like that, like, you know how, um, like the Kardashians are always like called out yes. where they like edit stuff. And then like the floor looks squiggly. Cause they've like, yes. themselves out. like, how is it that they haven't been able to figure out how to make it <laughs> better to avoid like it adjusting the whole photo? Do you know what I mean? 
Yeah. Well, I and I, think I don't, I'm not looking for an answer for you. I'm just curious. Like, I'm like, I think sometimes that's <laughs> user error too. Like, <laughs> uh, true, true. <laughs> True. It takes some more practice, I guess. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I've never actually, can you believe I've never used any of those apps? Like I've never used Photoshop. I've never used. That's Facebook. great. I've never, I, and I don't use filters or anything. And I'm like, I don't know, but I feel like I should. I feel like I definitely should. <laughs> I try not to use filters. I mean, like I said, everyone can tell like, uh, hi, we know your skin is not blurry. Like, you know, if you're going to use it, use it on like the lowest op- opacity possible. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. That totally makes sense. <laughs> now, um, now you have, when we talked in Connecticut, you were telling me that you have this posing guide and I was like, I need that. I need that like <laughs> now because I need help. So can you tell our listeners just where they can find out more about the posing guide and then also just find out more about your other programs that you offer just about you in general and what you've got going on? Absolutely. So I actually have a free posing guide. If you go to my, my website, erinblackwellstudio.com, uh, it should pop up for you. But it, that's got some free tips that can help you in any sort of photo, selfie, family photos, you know, whatever, headshots. Um, but I also, yes, I developed a posing guide for photographers um, because I know it's such an issue with photographers. We just aren't taught how to pose. And so it's my best-selling poses um, over, you know, my nine and a half years in business. And you can find that at headshotposingguy.com. So two options for you. Awesome. That's perfect. Thank you so much, Erin. Thank you for sharing all this info, insight. Absolutely. I already know, like, it's going to change a lot of what I do because, <laughs> because like I said, everything I was doing was like the old school approach. It clearly isn't yes. working because <laughs> I only have the one headshot. So <laughs> and yeah, I can't wait to see what you do with the tips. <laughs> I know. I know. And I can't wait to see you at our next mastermind so that you can actually you take my photo. Yay, I can't wait. <laughs> I know. Laura and I have already talked about it. We're like, we need to hire Erin. <laughs> so anyone who's in the Boise area, if you need headshots, you know where to go. <laughs> yes, come see me. Awesome. Well, thank you, Erin, so much, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. And I, we will talk with you again next week. And of course, you can also go to fitchicksacademy.com where you can find out more information about Erin. All of the links are in the blog post, as well as if you're interested in learning more about our upcoming certification programs, go to fitchicksacademy.com um, under our programs page where you can learn more about our holistic nutrition weight loss expert program, as well as our fitness and nutrition expert certification. All right. Thank you so much, Erin. Have yourself an amazing day. All right. Thank you, everyone. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast. Want more healthy love? Visit www.fitchicks.com for amazing resources, free workouts, recipes, tips, and so much more to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out. Thank you for joining us this week. And remember, if you are ready to create the life, health, and career you love, join us for the upcoming Fitness and Nutrition Expert or our Holistic Nutrition Weight Loss Expert certification programs. Download the brochures at fitchicksacademy.com.